Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? How's everybody doing? First of all, let me get this out of the way. I want to thank everybody for the wonderful birthday wishes for me. Uh, my birthday was this past week, and uh, I got a lot of love from everybody, including some people from the Facebook group and on Twitter. And I just uh, they really put a smile on my face because, um, again, I, I always want to emphasize like I feel like we built this little community. Yeah. And I like just I like that I like that. Um, it's almost like. Not that I'm an adult, because I'm not an adult at all. But it's almost like they're like the kids in the basement. And when we first started it, you got to kind of make the conversation. We got to put the posts up and all yeah, this kind of uh-huh. get the conversations going. Mm-hmm. But now I, I could be busy for the day. And then I come back and it's all kind of posts have happened and people yeah. communicating and all this. Kind of, and it's just so cool to see like a little world that happened, you know. Yeah. So I just think that's super dope. So I just I love getting feedback from the community and love and mm-hmm. happy well wishes and congratulations on the engagement and happy birthday. I just love that so much. So I want to say thank you very much to everybody who sent me uh, those kind of things. Yeah. So that that made my week. Fran, uh, what are some things that possibly made your week? Um, To see us, you live another year. Happy birthday sure. again. Definitely, um, definitely. You know, I know you just turned 40. I mean, how does it feel to be almost over the hill? Yes. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, uh, me and Fran, I actually developed our relationship. I was a one of those, um, it's a little embarrassing to go back. I was like a, a substitute teacher. And I just enjoyed his swag, so we we chopped it up. Outside of that, we are about 13 years apart. Um, we're not the same age. No. no, I'm not. That is a joke. No, I'm not 40 <laughs> years old. I just turned 27. Uh, and again, I was just actually having a discussion with Sierra the other night about because um, you know Sierra's white, so some mm-hmm. she she is an ally, but sometimes she'll really like she was listening to an episode. And it was one, I think it was one where we were talking about just like how we are super proud of ourselves for just making it to 27 Mm -hmm. and not falling into the traps that are out there late for people that look like us and she was like wow just that really hit me I thought that was really powerful what you guys said because you guys should be proud of yourself you guys you guys really you know pulled yourselves up by the bootstraps and and, and work hard and and, and don't you know and and really good representations for your family and I I, you guys should say that you're proud of that because that's really really cool and I was like yeah I know and then so another year passes and I'm not gonna not toot my horn again even though we kind of I think after the, the statistics like 20 25 or something like that and we're two years out from it i'm yeah. still proud of myself whenever yeah. i you know do anything that is you know go out of the country uh buy a house mm-hmm. buy a car any of those kind of stuff i'm like man I'm, I'm doing stuff that people just 
I know so many people that are in my family that have never even left Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, so to to some some of the stuff I do, I'm like I'm I'm really proud of myself, man, because yeah. there there are family members and people that look like me that that didn't get a chance to because their life got taken away or didn't get a chance to because yeah. they you know fell into drugs or whatever the situation may be. You know, so I always toot my horn. I always toot your horn whenever yeah. you know any milestones. You know, like uh, I, to this day, I, I I tell you whenever I can, like. I remember when you called me and told me you were having a kid. Yeah. And you you fucked up my plans a little bit because I was living at home and I was like, well, if I move out, I don't really have any incentive. If yeah. I move out, me and Fran probably get a place and you yeah. live the best. I mean, that life. was the you plan. Know, that was the plan. But and he, he called me. And, but the way that you stepped up and took care of your responsibilities yeah. like that, I, I'm forever proud of you because that was big, man. I mean, yeah. Were you, you were working at the mall still, or you hadn't done post job no, yet, right? I was in post service. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I was there about two years before. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. okay. But even so, I mean, you went out, and got a place, took care of your responsibilities as a man, yeah. like within like six months. Yeah, it was it was, it was incredibly fast. <laughs> it was incredibly fast. You went from living at <laughs> home to like living on crazy. your own, and, yeah, and it, it, was, it was nuts. Very big moves, man. So I'm forever proud of you for that. And Thank you, man. We should be just two men that should be, you know, completely yeah. proud of you know where we are in our lives and continue to move forward. Um, but we'll stop. We'll stop tuning our horns for now. You know, I might come <laughs> back around to that at some point in the show. What I want to do is, um, I, I put out a post on a couple of social medias to make sure that let everybody know to tune into this week because mm-hmm. we did have a competition going on for the past like month and a half or so. And today's the day, so let's get right to it. I want to um, get out my congratulations. The winners. There are three winners who blew both me and Fran away with their amazing original reviews. Again, there was no real criteria. I want to I want to again make that clear cuz there was there was no right way to do this. You know, there we all, we just asked people to go and leave a nice review and not, and it not just be, "Hey, they're cool." Mm-hmm. It it just leave a nice review if it was your favorite moment from the podcast, if you wanted to pretend like you're a Yelp reviewer and Yelp rev- whatever you mm-hmm. wanted to do. And people showed up and delivered. And there will be three winners that I'm about to announce. Mm-hmm. And they these are the three that just really blew us away. So um there will be no I don't know, maybe friend uh, maybe uh, do a like a drum roll. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, just like light one. That's perfect. Yeah, I like that. Uh up first. Um, I want to give a shout out to, and again, these are all people that use like usernames. So what I'm going to say, I'm going to say it and make sure you reach out to me on whatever your preferred social media is. Hit us in those DMs uh, so we can get your information and, and send shirts to you expediently. Uh, that's, you know, that was, that's, that's Fran's uh, area of expertise. Yeah. So our first uh, w- yeah, lucky, lucky. But, w- oh. Yeah. But first, want, they get t-shirts, right? T-shirts and sticker. Yes. Yeah, oh, just want to let you guys know that um, you will be getting your items uh, for my personal pelican, I got them flying around, so I don't know what and how long it will take. Oh wow! But I do have a pelican. That is will that be... a new? That is that new technology, or you? Uh, that's just something you do on your own. That's something I do on my own. Okay, it's free. I, so I don't, I don't mean my to call pet you pelican out. will be dropping you items off. I don't mean to call you out, but you know, um, that is very kind of biting off of some Game of Thrones type of stuff. Hmm. You know, sending carrier birds. I mean, I know this, it's been done in history before, so I would um, call you out for being a biter. Okay, um, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know. Well, Pelican is that's pretty that's a pretty unique way of um, getting it done. But yeah, so is that so? Yeah, so uh, you okay. know, I mean, I would think maybe you have a drone or something like that. But that's your choice. I mean, you know, you just mm. live in the past type of thing. I feel like you got to feed birds, and that's they shit on yeah. things. Maybe you do a drone, but that's your choice. Okay. Uh, you do, right. you, you well, do, you do how you want to do it. Mind. You do how you want to do it. That's on you. So you will be receiving your gifts at whenever they get to you, because it's yep. you know it's it's it's, it's passe technology. But that's that's neither here nor there. First winner announcement. Here we go. The first winner is. HP 71. I don't know who you are because those are just letters and words and I don't and numbers. I don't really know, but you know who you are. I think I know her name. Maybe your name is Heather Parsons. Maybe. What do you think? Well, she works for um, 
Hewlett Packard, <laughs> the people that make printers. And she was born in 1971. Ooh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good guess. I would wager that, yes, yeah, 71 is the year that she was born. Yep. I'm going to go with maybe like um, um, a uh, Harley Persephilis. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my guess on her name. And I bet your uh, bank code is 1971. Boom. <laughs> uh, um, so, so congratulations to her. Give it up for her. Yes, round of applause for HP71. Make sure you're getting those DMs on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is that you do, so we can get your information and get those sent to you by Pelican ASAP. Rocky. Uh, our next winner, uh, round of applause. We've seen her name, I believe, in, on Facebook. Maybe she's a Facebook person. She might be a Twitter person. Now, this name sounds familiar, but she left a very wonderful review. And I want to say congratulations to Tony Mays. Mays. Yes, you are a winner. You will get a free Serial Killer t-shirt and a sticker. Congratulations to you. You left a very nice review. And you did this. The You followed the criteria, which was non-existent. But you followed it to a T. <laughs> and that's what really counts. Yep. Finally, our third winner is uh, somebody that has been communicating with us on Instagram for some time. I have some back and forth with her. She'll send me a lovely uh, good vibe story to use every now and then. Mm -hmm. And her name that she used for the review is Martuska. But I know her better as Gardenius for Martha. Congratulations to you. Round of applause. She is our third winner. Yes. Well done. You followed the criteria to a T, which again was nothing. So I just want to, you know, say to anybody out there who's kicking themselves for not joining this competition, you really should kick yourself because you didn't really need to do anything specific. You could have just, you could have left a review about the episode of Game of Thrones. I probably would have loved that. I mean, I, <laughs> it didn't need to, I didn't say it had to be about our show. So, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't asking for a lot. And uh, then these three people got free swag and you, and you didn't get it. I'm sorry. But again, I want to give a congratulations to HP71. Maybe that's, you know, um, 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 Haverty um, um, Pillow Stuffer 71. Maybe. Um, uh, who knows? Tony Mays. Mays. Shout out to you. And uh, Gardenius for Martha, who I already know your information. So, you know, hit us up on the, um, not your information. I know who you are. I don't know who the other two are specifically off the top of my head specifically hp 71 I don't, I don't that could be a man it could be harry it could be yeah. i don't know um but um gardenians from martha please you know hit us up on the instagram dms and send us your information so we can get those out to you um tony mays please hit us up i think it's twitter that i remember okay. um corresponding with you on and hp 71 whoever you may be i, I i'm sure I, we've had a conversation somewhere but uh, reveal yourself yeah. And and so we can get your information. We can send you guys three shirts and three stickers because you guys did it. And what it is, no one knows because there was no real requirements for the job. But you did it somehow. So really, congratulations to you for having that it factor. Mm -hmm. You know, because there was no right or wrong way to do it. No. And yet somehow you did it. Shout out to you. You smart. You 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 loyal. That's my DJ Khaled impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, that was, you know, let's keep this train going. I love giving out free stuff. So there's no more free stuff to give out. But let's keep the, the positivity going. Mm -hmm. And let's jump into these good vibes. Yes, that's right, folks. Welcome to another segment of Good Vibes to try to liven up your week and get you off to a good start. Fran, you got anything for me already pulled up or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right, let's do um, it. My Good Vibes story this week is about um, an 88-year-old British Colombian woman. 88? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Um, so an 88-year-old woman in British Columbia has been waving to school children from her window for the past 12 years. Oh, wow. And now that's and now that she's moving into an assisted living home, mm. hundreds of children who knew her want to say goodbye. That's sweet. Yeah. So Tiny, Tiny Davidson has lived in comics, comics since 2007 when she and her husband bought a house near Highland Secondary School. Every morning, as students walked in front of her house on the way to her, on the way to their class, she would offer up a friendly wave. Uh, many of the kids who waved back, and many of the kids waved back, and thus it became somewhat of a ritual. Yeah. So I know, you know, that first couple months of that first year, it was probably like, who the hell? Is yeah, this? yeah, pretty weird. Like, yeah, like, but also it's different if it was like uh, a beer belly dude. Yeah. And like, especially they call her tiny. I imagine she's like really tiny. You know what I mean? And if she's 88 now, that means she was like 76. She was always, and this was always a little old lady. Yeah. So she's probably super small. Got a little, you know, her shoulders are like where uh, her ears are. And she's like, hello. <laughs> so uh, that's, it, it. it's uh, not always the message, it's the messenger sometimes. Yeah. Like true. if that was a dude, that could be creepy real quick. Where it's like, oh, he didn't. He moved after two months because yeah. we called the police on him. Yeah. Don't walk that way anymore. You walk one. Up yeah, you get you, you know, start a uh, 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 letter goes out to all the parents yeah. like, uh, there's a man waving in the window. We advise you to not let your kids walk that right. way. But a little old lady is like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, that's right. sweet. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's adorable. Yep. Um, she said, I just look. I just like. I just like the look of the children. Okay, um, yeah, Davidson again, told CB, <laughs> CBC again. News in 2014. <laughs> again, that can be taken really weird. <laughs> yeah, depending on the messenger, yep. you know. Uh, they all looked. They all looked in, and I thought, if they're looking in, I'll wave to them, and that's how it started. So I'm guessing, you know, she keep her every morning. She wake up her blinds wide open, you know, wide sun o- coming wide in, wide open, big mm-hmm. window from the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, and the kids looking in, it's like, yeah, hello. So yeah. And then, then they wave back. They're like, oh, it's a person in there. That's not a haunted house. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that first couple months of that first year. Oh yeah, man. You look in, and she wave. You probably like. I just want to take and speed up your walk. Yeah, and I also just want to reiterate, like, if this is an alternate universe, that phrase coming from a balding middle-aged man wearing a wife beater that kind of, like, comes up Mm -hmm. over, like, you can see, like, the bottom half of his belly button and be like, I just like the look of the kids. Yeah. Like, whoa, call the police now. But from a little old lady, it's adorable, and it's a sweet little story. Um, so after her husband passed away, Tiny maintained the daily practice. The children even sent her Valentine's Day cards, gifts in 2016, to demonstrate just how much they appreciate her. Oh, wow. You know, it's just, she. Uh, it says, you know, it's just, love you, you're wonderful, you're amazing, love and kisses, and everything Oh, else. like in the cards. Yeah. Oh, okay. She said about the gestures. Yeah. When the children became aware that waving grannies, what they called her, was moving into assistant living home. They they again showed up to repay her for her kindness. Four hundred students wow. at the nearby secondary school congregated on Davidson's front lawn to say goodbye. The children gave her flowers and let her know just how much her kindness has meant to them. That's really cool. The emotional exchange brought Davidson Davidson to tears. Um, brought Davidson tears of joy, who was captured on video. She said, "I was shocked again that there are so many kids that want to say goodbye to me." She said. You can watch the tear, the tear jerking gesture in the clip above. And they do have a clip. It's on Twitter. Um, see, you can go to CBS News um, Twitter account. Okay. Um, they do have the. I did watch the clip. You know, she was just it was very sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is she an adorable old lady or is she kind of creepy looking? No, she's, she's adorable. adorable. Okay, because yeah. there's like there's a scene in Matilda that haunts my dreams to this day where Bruce Bogtrotter 
uh, ate Miss Trunchbull's piece of chocolate cake, and then she makes him eat cake in front of everybody, and then she calls out to the lady who's the lunch lady. Her name's mm-hmm. Cookie, I believe, and she brings out a piece of chocolate cake, and she has long gray hair, mm-hmm. and it's kind of thin and balding, yeah. and she goes, I made it myself. <laughs> and she wipes her hands across her nose, uh-huh. and then the, oh, the whole auditorium of kids is like, ew, and her, her smock has chocolate on it and shit and to this day a creepy old lady in my head is that like that's what red is a creepy a old hunched over white lady with long wispy thin gray hair and just like hey guys and like wipes their mouth and shit uh, that so, sounds pretty terrible so as long as maybe she like looks like Tweety Bird's grandmother that's Dorbs yeah, she kind of does look like her. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so they do have a clip of that, and I think is sweet, beautiful. Yeah, um, shout so. out to Wave and Granny, man. You just don't know who cares. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. They found she was moving in. Oh, you know, let's all go out there. Yeah. And balloons, yeah. yeah, posters, and all kinds of crazy. Because she might have even thought I'm. Leaving. She probably and thought like, it was like ten kids. Know. Yeah, or she might even been like, I'm leaving my. Yeah. Not to get morbid, but like you know, you get 88 years old, your husband's dead, you're like going to an assisted living home you're like yeah. nobody's gonna miss me you know like i'm just gonna go yeah and then you're like no we are no. gonna miss you this you yeah. we you brought us joy i'm sure that really you know just kind of made her feel really loved you know i think that's super awesome so shout out to waving granny tiny aka mm-hmm. waving granny yeah. uh that's that's really beautiful and i don't want to get off track here but the assisted living places mm-hmm. and if it's what i'm thinking of not a not a nursing home yeah now the assisted living place i I actually was in one other day because I had to deliver mail there, uh-huh. and you would think these older people are like teenagers. Oh yeah, they're all gossiping, fucking in there. and it's it's like and they're all it's like you hit a full circle when you get old. It's yeah. like you just be you just young, come adolescent again. It's yeah, they're all and they're all fucking in there, man. The herpes, Whoa. the herpes, um, well, STDs. And I don't know about specifically herpes, but herpes is included in that. The STD rate in assisted living homes and nursing homes is pretty high. Because they're on their fucking raw, man. They're going to die in like five years. Like, fuck it, man. Get my nut off. That's Love deep. triangles and shit. People that's fucking each other's man and men doing. And that, that, that's what's going on in there. It's lit. Yeah, well, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, that's I didn't know it's you jump, that age. It's just, just jumping like off that. in the sense of limit. I mean, you got Viagra and, you know, all that type of shit. You pop a couple Viagras. The ladies, you know, I don't know what kind of, you know, enhancements, enhancements they are using down mm-hmm. there to, to, to make it a, a pleasurable situation for everybody. But they're getting it done, and there's people, they're all here getting the herp and clap and that. all type of stuff, man. You got to call in people to get, the, you know, you got to get that, that, that special shot. Get rid of that drip. Wow. All wow. right, cool. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just being honest, man. It's real. There was, um, I think there was 60 Minutes about it. Mine exploded. Didn't have school. Yeah, man, they be out here fucking, man. Look at old people differently now. Sorry. You should, man. When you see one, I'm going, hey, what's going on, Mr. Loris? I'll talk to you later. He means, like, I'll fuck you mm-hmm. later. He doesn't mean, like, they're going to play backgammon or spades or something. Like, he's like, like an old guy in there. He, he got, like, a little uh, motor, uh, uh, he whatever. A, he was probably He in there singing. Oh, Roll past me. I got an Orioles hat. What's the Orioles? Probably, no, I don't. You probably stories. just talking to a dude who yeah, fucks probably. with an X. Don't even walk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't walk, but he fucks. Um. Anyway, my... <laughs> Uh, away from old people fucking uh, my good vibes story this week is kind of it is good vibes but it's good vibes for a different reason I have to explain why I find it more good vibes so my good vibes story this week is about a judge who sentenced these teens to um, who vandalized an old it was like a, an old ancient building from slavery times they put a bunch of swastikas and shit on it and spray painted on there and he sentenced them to read books about racism as like their their, their 
their punishment. Like uh-huh. I guess they had, to, they had to check in or whatever. I'll get to all the details, but and I'll get into the details after I'm finished about why I think it's good vibes to me specifically. So, so rather than punishing a group of juveniles for a racist act of vandalism, this compassionate judge wanted them to understand the error of their ways and made them read books, and it apparently worked. Back in September 2016. Five teenagers were charged with painting graffiti on a historic old schoolhouse in Ashburn, Virginia. Again, Virginia's going to Virginia, you know, like yeah. how they say Florida's going to Florida. It's just something about those those states south of the Mason-Dixon, whereas, you know, it's a little country and they the Confederate flags. And the, Is it like that in Florida? Well, Florida's just crazy. Guns and it's a little bit of that racist Confederacy kind of stuff, too. But it's just mm. it seems like Florida just kind of draws wild crazy people to there and that's certain. where the bath salts thing kicked off people getting face eaten and in some shit. areas right <laughs> sure let's say that mm. but like in some by some if you mean like most <laughs> yeah like jacksonville the panhandle uh miami uh <laughs> the racist in those daytona areas? beach maybe not racist but like a little racist a little crazy a little gun toting a little it's just wild man that's everywhere is it, it it, everywhere yeah and look I don't think they racist and gun toting jumping off the back of trucks in Maine it might be a little more uh, covert in Maine I'm not saying it's not racist but you, I don't think if you go to Maine it's a lot of like AK-47 off the back of a truck and they step on the gas of the truck and you know those big they have the trucks with the, the big, big pipe and then the smoke comes out of the thing oh yeah Every, it's Florida that's Florida that's Virginia That it's just they. it's like it's like a culture of being it's like to them being an American is being an asshole hmm it's like, I'm abrasive, and I just tell it like it is, and my truck is big, and it's loud, and if you got a problem with that, then fuck you. It's no, like... Okay, that's fine. You know, I can do dialogue it. and talking about stuff. It's like, no, this is what an American is, and I'm that. And if you don't like that, you're just a pussy. They and it's like, like a, whoa. What, did everybody look like um, Larry the Cable Guy? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Larry the Cable Guy's from Florida. Oh, okay, well. And his name is like Ned Flanders or something hmm. like that. He's not... That's a character. He's <laughs> a guy from Florida who scams people. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back to my good vibes. Uh, so uh, this schoolhouse that they vandalized had been used to teach black children during segregation, and it was covered in swastikas, racist, sa- racist statements, and doodles that seemed typical of misled youngsters. In fact, one of the teenagers had just been expelled from his prior school for vandalism, which is why the prosecutor, Deputy Deputy Commonwealth Attorney Alejandra Ruda, uh, believed that the kids were lashing out and she felt that she had a chance to turn the incident into an educational opportunity. Uh, The community blew up over the vandalism, understandably, but you know, some of the kids didn't even know what a swastika meant. The Commonwealth, uh, her whole, the Commonwealth attorney told uh, BBC, Uh, the news station. Oh, okay. Uh, So I saw, so she said, so I saw a learning opportunity. With the children, you can either punish or you can rehabilitate. And these were kids with no prior record. And I thought back to what taught I thought back to what taught me when I was their age. What opened my eyes to other cultures and religions? And it was reading. So instead of simply putting the kids on probation, Ruta drew up a reading list of thirty-five different books that de- that deal with the pain and tragedies of racial injustice. Uh, uh, Khaled, Khalid Hassani. Uh, Ellie Wiesel, Harper Lee, Solomon Northup, Maya Angelou, and Alice Walker were just a few of the iconic authors she included on the list. 
The teens were ta- the teens were then asked to read one of the books each month for a year. For every book they read, they were asked to write a 3500 word essay on the consequences of racism, Damn. bigotry and prejudice. So that's yeah, that's that's a long essay. That's rough. Whew. Uh, additionally, the t- but you know what? It's long enough to where even if you're doing it reluctantly, it's gonna stick some of it. Yeah. Some you're gonna remember a Maya Angelou poem or mm. a line from a book about what it smelled like when a body was burning when it got lynched. Mm. Some of it's some of it's gotta stick. It's such a long uh, process to read a book and then write a that many word essay that it, even if you're like this is so stupid and I hate black people and Mexican people and whatever. Mm-hmm. Some of it's going to stick when you're reading these words from these powerful... Some of it's going to get in there and go, damn, that was kind of fucked up with, you know, the, uh, Jim Crow laws were and stuff. But yeah. but still, but and then you fight and have that internal battle, you know? But she did the groundwork to give these kids a chance to change their ignorance. And that's very important. Uh, yeah, so the teens were a 3,500 uh, um, word essay. They picked some of their words. I mean, they picked one book a year uh, one book a month for a year additionally the teens were made to visit the holocaust museum and a history museum exhibit on the japanese american internment camps following pearl harbor two years after the incident ruta's sentencing did exactly what she hoped it would the kids are sticking to their education they have not reoffended, and based on their essays as well as the statements from the teens parents and lawyers they were all embarrassed and regretful of their crime in one of the essays, one of the boys concluded his uh, rueful literary analysis by saying everybody should be treated equally. Everybody should be treated with equality, no matter their race or religion or sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. I will do my best to see it. I will do my best to see to it that I am never again this ignorant. Mm. Upon reading the essay to BBC reporters, BBC the the news. Channel. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Ruta tearfully said, it makes me cry, but it makes me feel great because he got it. Yeah. It worked. She went on to say, we have, edu- we have to educate kids out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. She added, and with, she a- added, and with children, our focus has to be rehabilitation and not retribution if we want to see results. And that's the end of the story. So what really, that, that part right there is what made this such a good vibe story to me because I firmly believe that ignorance is a disease mm-hmm. and it's something that can be cured. Mm-hmm. I don't think racism can be cured because there's always going to be somebody who's ignorant. Yeah. But some people can be cured of ignorance and racism. Mm-hmm. They just need to be taught, taken out of their bubble, shown a different perspective, and not punished for their ignorance. Mm-hmm. Some people, it gets out of hand. If you put your hands on people, if you're trolling people with your ignorance in a in a, in a malicious way that you, that you're intended you're intending to hurt people like um people that like dox people and put people's information on the internet and and uh people that uh like try to get like flash mobs of people like let's all go to this person's job and like disrespect their job like don't go to people's job man like it's one thing if you want to be funny on the internet but when you go to somebody's job and fuck with their money now, if they if you get your hands put on you, I have no sympathy because yeah. that's that's not funny. There's nothing funny about going to somebody's job, mm-hmm. and I know that's the kind of time we live in now where it's like kind of a, a line's been drawn in the sand, and mm-hmm. you're either with, either with a group of people or you're against them. There's no like, there's and it's unfortunate to me. There's no like, I mean, I'm not with anybody, but I'm also not against anybody. I don't yeah. care. It's like if you don't care, you're a part of the problem, yeah. and then so you get attacked for that. And I think that a lot of these. Um, there are a lot of minor issues that are happening where people are getting called out for like, do I think Liam Neeson is racist? No, I think he said something dumb, but like now he's like kind of canceled. And it's like, 
let's talk to him about why that was done, what he said. And mm-hmm. I don't think he's racist, but it went to like such a, it blew up. And now it's like Liam Neeson's canceled. Mm. And it's, it was such a small little dumb thing that was like, yeah, man, that was pretty dumb to say, but like, shouldn't we try to help his ignorance and maybe he can then go and learn and, 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 and tell other people of his, his ignorant ways without, cause that's what he was trying to do. I think he was trying to say, man, one time I was just feeling super racist cause my friend had got beat up by a black guy. So I just wanted to hurt black people, but it was dumb of me. And the people went, wait, what'd you say? It's a terrible excuse. It's a, it, is a, it is a very terrible excuse, but I think he was trying to be like, I'm apologetic. I think we talked about this before. We did. We okay. did talk. But I'm using it as an, as oh, an example you. for the story because these kids, they wrote swastikas and shit on a building that was used to teach black kids and in, 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 in during segregation and that that's terrible. Yeah. But they're kids. You know what I mean? Like they there's a chance to save them. There's a chance they can be saved by going, Hey, listen, I know you hang out with a bunch of white kids that like keep the dip in their lip and spit brown spit into a cup and you know have confederate t-shirts and talk about this and that or whatever but here's some different perspectives why don't you read these books why don't you learn about this why don't you do this and then if you still feel that way then you can't be saved but if you read this stuff and you have a a genuine like awakening of like oh wow like i've never hung out with a black person before and this is some of the history of the them in this country wow that's terrible i should learn more they're learning it from somewhere. See, either they're learning it, the or parents, the yeah, the parents, parents. or it's the environment and the parents. Nature by, versus nurture. Yeah, by you saying that, you know, uh, I think the judge said one of them don't even know. Didn't even know what the swastika was, so but I bet they they found a swastika on their truck yeah, or, or they just you know? they follow the footsteps of one of their friends exactly. or whatnot. Exactly, the kids are followers, man. Yeah. But you can, but that means they can be. If a person's a follower, that means they can be led. Yeah. So why not try to lead them in a positive direction instead of going? Well, this kid's 14 and they said something racist. So now they're a racist forever. Let's put their name on the internet and they don't ever get to move on from this. Now, if you check back in from 14 to 20 and that person's been racist the whole time, then we know. But you, we, we uh, in this time of Twitter and Instagram and all this type of stuff, kids aren't getting a chance to not to move on. Yeah, It's like they end up on uh, ABC News because they said like... Uh, you know, uh, slavery was a choice or something. Mm. But that's something Kanye West said. But anyway, they say that at 13, don't really know they're ignorant, and we kind of just write them off. Take a photo of them at 13, and they have to be 13. Yep. That 13 year old racist kid forever. Yep. You know, um, I watched a documentary before we go to break. I watched a documentary called Social Animals on um, Instagram. I mean, on what? On <coughs> on Netflix. Uh. I recommend this to everybody because when I first started watching, I was like, oh my god, Social this generation is doomed because it was about like 15 to 19 year old kids who care about Instagram like it's their life I think I see I think I saw it was a black kid on there he was super cool he was a photographer and he does kind of stuff and he's just living his life I and think he, I added it on my list I think I saw it I highly recommend it to everybody but then there's one girl in there who's like from Ohio and she tried to kill herself because of Instagram because people them. no 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 it oh. was like uh, you know um, bullying it was bullying. It was cyberbullying. And I was one of those people that was, and I still kind of feel it's a way. Like, we shouldn't, the world is cruel, so we shouldn't bend the world to these kids. Mm-hmm. Like, if if safe spaces and all that kind of stuff, I think it can it's getting a little out of hand. Like, sometimes people are mean to you, and it makes you tougher, it gives you tougher skin to fight back. If you know they call me chubby in school, yeah. I say, oh, well, your shoes are dirty. And it's like, you, you get a thick skin as opposed to being like, oh, look, that kid's shoes are dirty. Nobody talks about shoes anymore or you're suspended. And then everybody's just kind of like coddled and doesn't know any adversity. Yeah. I had a teacher 
when I was in middle school, I think it was about eighth, seventh, eighth grade, and um, I can't remember her name. She was like big. She was a big lady, and she mm-hmm. didn't take. She wasn't mean. She just didn't take no shit. Yeah. And she she taught her class like she wanted to teach her class. She never mm-hmm. let people get in the way. So it was like, um, you go, oh, this isn't fair. Life isn't fair. She yes. Used to always say that. Yes. Uh, and then me in eighth grade, I used to be like, it's oh, a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. But then now it's like. No, like life should lying. be fi- yeah, <laughs> but she wasn't lying though. Like, yeah, no, you for get sure. Older, you like, for sure. So why, why in the most like when these kids have the most moldable brains, mm-hmm. should we teach them that if you just try, you win? If you you know if 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 something if if you don't like something, society will change it to where it you don't have to worry about it anymore. Because now you they're twenty eight and they're like, wait, but you know I wanted that promotion too. And they're like, but you're not as good as the person that that was also going out for the promotion and now it's like everybody is feeling like they are deserve something they deserve the world when it's mm-hmm. like no man effort and sometimes it's not even about effort sometimes shit just doesn't go your way and I think that that leads to mass shootings I I don't know that to, I don't know but I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't can't rule it out I, exactly because I don't know what I don't know what yeah. leads to the mass shootings yeah. I know that you know people feeling people feeling isolated and lonely and bullied and all these kind of things can lead to somebody mass shooting a place but also there's a lot of guys out here who and I'm not calling out any specific races of dudes but like there's a lot of dudes out here that are like well I have my beliefs my political beliefs why can't I find a woman who likes my political beliefs that's bullshit all these women are superficial and they kind of almost like hate women there's a lot of dudes out here who hate women because women are like uh ill you have a bald head like you shaved your head or you have that like swoopy that swoopy haircut with the bald sides mm-hmm. and you wear a cap uh, a american flag as a as a cape mm-hmm. and you're kind of a <laughs> douchebag and they're like no but i'm awesome though why don't all the women want to fuck me it's their problem hey fuck women i hate them and then you know now you're like you have hate towards people because they don't like you and I just think that um, that my whole point was that that documentary was very insightful on what is going on with these young kids and how much they care about social media. Mm-hmm. But my other underlying point is that you can't make the world do what you want it to do, right? Like the world is going to be the world. So let's not let's not t- tell these kids that like you can just tell somebody you don't like how it's going and then they make it. They make it how you want it to be because mm-hmm. it, it, that's just not how it works. It just it just doesn't work that way. The world's going to be the world. So we should try to help these kids ad- adapt and adjust to that as opposed to creating this safe space for them to be disappointed when they get older and go, oh, wow, the world just doesn't con- conform and bend to what I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, then this world sucks. And now I'm depressed and I think that the world's unfair. And there's plenty of reasons to feel like the world is unfair. But a lot of these kids are. They're disillusioned because they think the world works in this way that it doesn't. Yeah, but it starts young, though. It starts really young. For sure. I mean, like, because... Definitely, yeah. Me and, you know, I have a three-year-old child. It's like, she doesn't get what she wants. She's pouting. And, yes. And it's like, I mean... You, don't you can't re- tell you don't a three-year-old... That. You can't tell a three-year-old, you're not going to get everything you want. Yes. Why not? You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh. Now, imagine that a 34-year-old woman being like that. Yeah, it's like... It's like, whoa, this yeah. is... Th- you you are you grow up. yeah exactly you know so I just think that at a time where these kids are young and they can be m- manipulated and and led and and in whatever way good or bad why write them off as yeah you're a racist mm-hmm. you're you're whatever you have a make America great again hat on or these are they're following they're following mm-hmm. 
whether whatever your political belief is, if you believe that's wrong, they're following the wrong thing. But that doesn't mean write them off. They're just they just want to be cool with their other friends that are around them, and they're around a bunch of kids who believe that swastikas. Uh, you know, whatever Mexican people are lesser than other people. They, they that's just what they're being taught. Mm-hmm. So why not try? That's why I have a lot of respect for this this uh this judge or whatever her job is. I don't Commonwealth thing, whatever her job is. She said instead of like sending them to jail, which is like you know, unfortunately, like a lot of black kids don't get the same chance of like, you know what, man, you did a th- um, you made a mistake, but we're gonna give you a chance. You kind of just kind of get funneled through the prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. Now these kids didn't commit a crime. Right. They vandalized some stuff. They could have got a fine right. or whatever. Uh, community service. She decided to use it as a, teach- a teaching moment, and I think that was really cool of her yeah. to do. They didn't steal a car or anything. Yeah, they didn't steal a car, and they spray painted a building. Yeah. They probably, I would assume, they also made them like repaint it or, or yeah. clean it off or something mm-hmm. like that, and then gave them uh, tools to learn. So um, that I found that was good vibes because the main point in there that I thought was the big thing was to me was that was about teaching the ignorant like teaching the ignorance out of people because mm-hmm. because ignorance is a disease and it can be cured sometimes sometimes it can't be some people are just too late. Donald Trump's Donald Trump we're no uh, that's why like I gave I, when it first when he first got elected I was like man Donald Trump what you're doing man hey listen man you're yeah, ignorant man, you're wrong. It, was like, it was like wow this man, it's is, not even worth it's this is worth dumb it. man like I, he's not gonna read my tweet and be yeah. like you know what that guy, he makes some good points. Yeah. I'm gonna stop being like this. You was going off for you was going off a while. Yeah, man, like I was, I was passionate thing. about it, man. I, yeah. I think he's a dangerous person, but he just is what he is. Yep. So it's why waste your breath, you know? Why waste your breath? At this now, at this point, I'm just like, wow, this dude's that's that's the most you'll get from me is like, wow, man, you're re- that's a really. I mean, it's guy. like him and uh, Kim Jong Un was having like a stupidity contest. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's not go down this. Let's, <laughs> let, let's not go around down the road. That, uh, that I mean, road. you can edit it out if you want to. No, no, I, I'm gonna keep it in. Uh, <laughs> I don't because I well, mostly because I don't feel like doing too much editing today <laughs> this week. Uh, anyway, we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back. We're gonna talk about some fucked up shit. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave you to I don't know a specific song, but this week positivity to me and uh, maybe a lot of other, other listeners out there. Vampire Weekend dropped a new album. Yay for them! I love Vampire Weekend. So I'm gonna play a cut from their new record. I don't know which one. Pick it and uh, it'll it'll play. And then when, when we come back. Uh, we're gonna talk about some fucked up shit. Stick around. Baby, I know pain is as natural as the rain. I just thought it didn't rain in California. Baby, I know love isn't what I thought it was. Cause I never known love like this before oh yeah. baby I know dreams tend to crumble at extremes I just thought our dream would last a little bit longer and we are back I hope you enjoyed whatever Vampire Weekend song that was it's been done in post so I don't know uh, Fran, uh, it is on you. Please, if you wouldn't mind sharing your affirmative murder this week. So, my affirmative murder this week is an unsolved murder mm. um, of the B1 Butcher, Ooh. who is an unknown serial killer in Nibia. Oh. Yeah. Um, the B1 Butcher got his name from the N- Namibian media because of all their um, because of all of their murder victims have been found in close proximity of the Nibian National Road B1 which crosses the country from north to south, 
the butcher part of the now, name. Now, what country is this? Is this is this a Middle Eastern country? I don't. I'm not familiar with Namibia. Is it Africa? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Cool. Namibia. Yeah. Uh. So the butcher part uh, of the name stems from the professional way in which the bodies were dismembered. B one. Butcher. Oh, the butcher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. I don't know. Duh. 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 Wow. Duh. <laughs> yeah. The butcher part. Yeah. Yep. So body parts were found in June and July of 2007 in the Kamas or the Hamas region mm-hmm. along the B1 and the greater Winhoek area between Rehoboth, Rehoboth and Kahanja. Between Rehoboth and Kahanja. Okay. These body parts were wrapped in garbage bags and, belong, mm-hmm. and belonged to two different women. As far as back as 2005, two similar unexplained murders of women occurred. Those two murders have subsequently also been blamed on the B1 butcher. Oh, wow. The head and the arm of the so far last victim were found in August 2007, further further north of the B1 between Winhoek and Okahanja. Now, when I hear the dates of mm-hmm. when we do stories and we hear 05, 07, yeah. and it's like... We were like kids. Yeah, man. Uh, for 05, I was 12. Didn't have so no, the, you know. 11. So. No idea what was going on in the no. world other than us outside playing. Or, yeah. I mean, that's and that's crazy. It's super insane, man. It's super wild. And also, the idea that at 11, 12 years old, I had no concept of, like, somebody butchering a person. Right. Like, the idea of being 12 years old and finding a bag with an arm in it. I'd be in therapy t- still, and probably for the rest of my life. I couldn't imagine stumbling upon that. But, yeah. like, that shit happens, man. Some Somebody crazy. was going out, lifted the trash can lid, and it was, like, a head in a bag. That's life change. You see that, and you're just, like, a different person now. Yeah. It's just, there's no going back, you know? I I think I've been fortunate, especially for the city that we lived in. I, I've, I've um, one time I was riding down, like, uh, 695, and uh, a, a person that got decapitated on a motorcycle. Mm. But I got there... You know, they had stopped. They kind of stopped everything. Off, Everybody yeah. just kind of, you can't come any further than this until the ambulance comes and gets the body off mm-hmm. the road. And kind of just riding past that area. That's happened to me a lot in this city of being like, somebody just got shot here. There's blood on the ground. I've never seen a dead body. I've never, like, found, stumbled upon a dead yeah. None of that. I'm, right. I'm fortunate. that, But I think that, that you're just like a different person after something like that. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yep. Uh, so further body parts of the same victim were discovered in September 2007 near Grufferton and the... Hold on. You got this. Atsanjupa region. Okay, yeah. I mean, that sounded pretty official to me. Yeah. This woman has never been identified. Police took this sequence of events. Sorry. Police took the, this sequence of events as the clue that the murder's center of life might have moved from Weinhoek, um further northwards. In October 2007, investigators investigations were helped by three senior serial murder murder detectives from the Republic of South Africa. Um, still, the murder series was never solved, and it's believed that it might never be solved. And then when I you know, when you hear stuff like that, it's like. I think we brought up again one time before on the podcast about serial killers that can um that when they take these breaks yeah you know, they take these breaks as in they, they went to they jail just, they just, or they just stop they can, yeah they can cut it on and cut it off whenever yeah. they feel like it yeah which are the most 
probably the most for sure. dangerous serial killers out there. Because it's not like a, a it's not a it's not compulsive. Yeah. To where you go, oh shit, the heat is on right now. Let me I'm gonna stop because yeah. I might get caught if I do yeah. it again. Like, whoop. Go and watch mm, TV. Yeah. One of those crazy African movies because it's Africa. So yeah, Africa has the best bad Did movies. He have to, well, I'm not. I, I yeah, man. Whoa. Well, yeah. Hey, man. I'm not gonna say that. Watch yourself. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, say- they do. I'm okay. not gonna, don't finish it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and they make pretty awesome bad movies. Really? Yeah, with like bad graphics. They have like Transformers movies and stuff like that. But it's like bad. And they so be like terrible movies. Oh! they're funny. What? They're terrible movies, but they're funny. Yeah. Gotcha. A lot of Twitter clips are from Africa. There's like a clip of this kid with a machete, and he's like. Oh, why would you? Oh, he drops the machete on the ground. He like holds his hands on his face. It's like from a, like a bad African movie, but it's so funny. I love it. Oh my god, I love foreign movies. I love foreign like. It's like when they get shot, they just overdo it. Oh yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that. Oh, I you have shot me. Oh, I'm dying now. Oh, oh world, what a world. <laughs> like, oh, that's hilarious. But this isn't hilarious. Sorry, <laughs> right. Uh, all five of the B1 butcher victims were young and middle-aged women. Two of the five women killed, both found in 2007, could not be identified. I'm guessing they were... Badly butchered. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I mean... Oh my God. That's tough. Um, the other three women are... I'm guessing it's Juanita. <laughs> in Africa? Yeah. Please spell it so I, can, <laughs> I, I, I find it hard to believe there's a Juanita in, in, in uh, Namibia. <laughs> what would you think? Janita? J-U-A-N-I-T-A. Wow, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, all right. <laughs> Juanita. Yeah. Okay, cool. Juanita Mabula. This is a pretty accurate yeah, last name. Sure. Uh, who was 21 years murdered, uh, 21 years old, was murdered in 2005. Melanie Jantz, who was 22, she's murdered in 2005. Mm. And Santa Hel- Hel- Helena, who was 36, she was murdered in 2007. Mm. All murdered women were colored, were colored Nibians. Each of the three identified. I think colored means something different there, though. Like colored means light skin. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means they're from north, from northern Africa, right? The top, and the, are they? Uh... Well, no, that's that's where the colonizers came from. Oh, like uh, that's where like apartheid and stuff. I, I'm speaking. I, I probably I'm probably super wrong. Okay, but just because of apartheid, there's black, and then there's colored, which is like a mixed race person. Mm-hmm. They made they made mixed race its own race there, and it still kind of lingers. The 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 terminology still lingers. Okay. Apartheid is over, but if you're a light-skinned person there, they don't call you light-skinned, you're colored, colored. or you're black. And hmm. then black is like, you know, me or you. Okay. And then colored is like Trevor Noah or uh, Maya. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of who's the most famous light-skinned person right now. Chris Brown. Chris Brown is colored. Yep. Don't mind. I don't know why he's Yeah, I don't know. He, I don't know. I don't quick. know if that's accurate if he is the most <laughs> 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 To you, he, yeah, Chris Brown's the most famous light-skinned person. Uh, he's colored. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so all murder all murdered women are were colored Nibians. Each of the three identified victims were was fluent in Af- Africans, 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 Africans mm-hmm. Damara, Damara. Uh, so many dialects yeah. in, the, in the country of Africa. Yep. I mean, in the continent of Africa, because mm-hmm. it's like a billion countries, and yeah. you know, or both. They was fluent in both. In addition, all victims' body parts showed signs of freezing or mm. refrigeration, refrigeration, suggesting. That they were in some sort of cold storage. The method of killing, however, was different. Jantz was strangled. Mabula was hit on the head with um, a blunt object. At least two of the three identified victims cl- clearly were prostitutes mm-hmm. working in Wenhoax downtown. You got it. As, Aspen, Aspen Plants area. 
Sure. Try my best. Hey, man, I'm not fighting uh, you. <laughs> two of the victims, Jance and... Um, Jance and Garret Garros, which is... Uh, that was um, Santa Helena's, like, last name. Or okay. Middle name. Apparently, they knew each other. Mm. So I'm guessing those two were prostitutes. On that the beat together, them. probably. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, so... In August 2007, the German citizen Heinz Nerim was arrested because he was suspected of having raped a 20, 29-year-old Nibian, Nibian near Winhoek the previous month. He was, also, he was also said to have tried to subsequently strangle the woman. Mm. Um, Nerim denied all allegations. In February 2010, um, he was acquitted for lack of evidence and released from custody. Mm. 2010 is the year we graduated. Again, yeah. I just don't. Throw the diamonds up. Yeah, I just don't. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have been. Yeah, thinking that's about crazy. serial killer. That I mean, is, I, is, my, is nuts. My my interest in true crime didn't come along until probably like three three years or so after that. Um, so I the concept of a dude being on trial for butchering women and yeah, I mean even at seventeen I was in my own little world. I exactly. wasn't thinking about that kind of stuff. So it's pretty wild of what what was going on while you were like, oh man, <laughs> this new Wiz Khalifa mixtape is great. And yeah. People are like murdering people, yep. you know, so it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, so in 2010, February 2010, he was acquitted for lack of evidence and released from custody. Nerium sued for damages against the Nibian government due to his ordeal of having been accused what to be the but And he had the nerve. Just never know. It's just lack of evidence. That's not you didn't do it. Yeah. They still have enough evidence. You know what? And I'm coming back to sue you. Yeah. Just to be an asshole. I did it, buddy. You still. don't know that. Yep. In 2008, Hans Husselman from Rehoboth took his took his life after being implicated to the murders. I don't know. Wait, is it different Hans? I thought the first guy's name was Hans. No, his name was yeah, his name was H E I N Z. Oh, Hines. Hines. Oh, and this guy's name is Hans. Hans. Yeah, H E A N S. This is the second guy. This is the second guy. You said H. Wait. H A N S. H A N A. Yeah. H A N S. Yeah. And then H E I N Z was the first guy. Yeah. Heinz and Hines. Hines and Hines. Okay, cool. Okay. So he this guy, the second guy, Hines. Hans. Hans Hustleman. Yeah, Hustleman killed himself uh, for being implicated to the murders. I mean, I don't understand why. If it was him, (laughs) that makes sense. Why would he why would he kill himself? Because he knew that he was guilty. And he he was gonna You accusing me? Yeah, they might even do like firing squad over there. Maybe he didn't want to deal with the consequences, you know. I'm sure. I mean, I'm not to call out Namibia or Nibia or whatever, but like they might not just put you in jail. They might be like, "We're gonna hang. You're gonna hang you Mm. or something like that," you know. Or just the fact the the knowledge getting out there, they'll still like everybody in the town will get together and just like beat you to death. That is still an occurrence in some countries in Africa and some countries in the Middle East, like. They'll just I mean, be like they, street justice. What did he come with? Like uh, sticks, rocks, sticks, and come up with. Oh man, I'd rather I'd rather kill myself in a way that I think is humane, gun to the head, or whatever, than be rock stoned to death. Mm. That could take hours. As mm. people drag you through the streets, cut your dick off, fucking oh. beat you as they're dragging you, people stepping on your face. I'd I'd rather like you know put on some Sade, have a glass of wine, and just you know eat a bunch of pills. Or however he did it. I'd rather do it that way than like street deal with the street justice mm-hmm. from my actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he murdered himself. He had served a life sentence for two murders before. Oh, he wasn't was, going back. No, and was only released in he was only released in two thousand four. Um, although 
um, H- Garros H- Helena. DNA was found in Hustleman's flat, and Hustleman's DNA was found on the letter for the police concerning the the Mobula murder. Oh yeah, they would they would have they would have found a way to make it fit. That was an, that's enough evidence to go lock. He he, he did it. He yeah. did all the ones too. Yeah. So he just said, "Fuck it, I'm checking out." Yep. Um, but evidence was inconclusive. Um, at that time, suspicions arose that the B1 butcher might not be one single person, but rather one lead actor and several copycats. Ooh. Who copies? I just find it so wild that that is a thing that... That one person that does this kind of shit exists, but then there's another person that's like, well, I've had that urge. I'm going to go chop up a woman too. That's wild to me. A copycat of a butcher... A copycat of any kind of killer is wild. But it happens. People copycat kill and and take advantage of there being speculation over here of a person and being like, well, I'm going to get in on the mix too. I just think that's wild. That's wild, yeah. Um, so in July 2007, women from Winhoke, Rehoboth, and Sumas Park published a joint open letter to the B1 Butcher to provide information on to the still missing body parts for decent burial for decent burial of the murder victims. Mm. He was also told to hand himself over to the police. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he didn't do either of those things, but right. maybe it would have been nice if he sent a letter like, well, you can go pick them up here. But yeah. I'm sure he didn't do either of those no. things. In 2010, a human head and an arm were discovered on a farm in Rehoboth, um, raising fear that the butcher might be active again. Mm. Possibly. You said 2015? This is 2010. 2010. Yeah. Wow. Um, a connection to the murders of the B1 butcher and this was, however, not considered likely because it did not show many of the previous similarities. Just which some other probably... Just some other person who... Yeah, it could be him and he's person. just like... I'm oh, I'm going to change it up. up. Yeah. yeah. That letter might have you know, started them. Right. Um, the body parts were not found near a highway and were burnt instead of frozen. That's very much... First time I've heard that. You burnt the body parts? Yeah. That's what happened in, in uh, Making a Murderer. Hmm. I didn't watch that. You didn't watch Making a Murderer? No. Nah. I didn't finish the second one, but the first one was really good. First one was the white guy, right? It's the same guy in the second. It's the same guy. Yeah, it was the second boring. one I is. Didn't, the, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it too. The much. second one is like, here's people, because you know that came out, and then people were like, I think he was guilty. I, I, I still think he's guilty, even though I, I can't say that for sure because I didn't finish the second season. Mm-hmm. But the second season was like, here's evidence, even more evidence that he's innocent. I didn't watch the second one, but like I said, the first one was really good. But yeah, they 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 found a body burned on the property, mm. but. That's why I don't like the idea of like putting out too much shit in the news because it could absolutely still be the same guy. But they said we now we think it's not one person. We think it's many one person and copycats. Right. So he just goes, okay, well I'll just do a different thing now. Yeah. You know, it's like when you watch CNN and they're like, yeah, so the terrorist is in Fallujah. What we're gonna do is we're gonna send in a squad through this place and then ba- come in through the back door and it's like why are you saying this on the new this should be the information that why we have would, yeah I was say why would they put this that should be in a secret room somewhere <laughs> the president's talking about they, they can watch it and then move <laughs> somewhere else I never understood that I never like it didn't make any sense to me uh, so yeah the murder series caused considerable public criticism of the effectiveness of the the effectiveness and the efficiency of the Nibian police um, also in other violent crime crime cases like the murder of the Magdalena Stoffels, which is um, it was another murder in Nibia which is probably um, the most prominent case of violence against women and children oh. that was recorded in Nibia in 2010 
Jeez. So this was like the same year that that happened. That's another that's another old story. About yeah. What happened? But yeah. So that Chaos. was my um unsolved murder. First murder this week of the B mm. Butcher. I know you're. I know you're really into those unsolved murders. Yeah, there. man. Just so I, many I questions. Just, I can't get over just not. So many questions. I just man. whenever I do this, I might say before. I just I picture them looking at TV in a lazy boy <laughs> with a glass of orange juice, they'll, laughing. They'll never catch and they me. Will, they will never know. Yeah, but also for me, the thing, crazy. thing that drives me crazy is like again, the dude could be dead. He could have went to jail. He could have been put in jail on some other petty charge. And we're like, and then people are like, did he? just quit or this kind of stuff he's just like biding his time i got a 10-year sentence and what is it 20 like let's say 2010 boom he got a 15-year sentence and then 2025 get out namibia fucking crimes happen again body parts start showing up and you're like whoa what happened what i thought this was over with he's like he just was serving jail time or he died of a heart attack in 2011 and now that's why i stopped but nobody it's just mystery like it could but it's always an open book for the end of time until you get to that point where like i think with like btk and a lot of stuff they're like well if he's still alive he's 80 Mm -hmm. so we're not really concerned about him doing it anymore then you get to that's it takes that much time for people to go do the math based on the little well, we think that based on what he was doing, that when he was active, he was between 30 and 40. So now it's 40 years later. So if he is still alive, we don't think he's dangerous anymore. BT. But it takes that many years for B- people to go, oh, well, if he is still alive, he's we we can stop expecting. Wait, they, body I thought they found who BTK was. Then he came up with his own name. Um, Lame. Bound, bound, torture, kill. Yeah, they found BTK. Did I say? Did I say? Yeah, BTK? I, th- I think this was. I meant. Um, I don't like. I meant him. Zodiac. I'm in okay, I'm in yeah. Zodiac. About to say, I don't like him. I don't like I any of them. But yeah, <laughs> he came up with his own nickname. I don't, I don't respect. Yeah, him. I don't like people that. I met. Did I tell you about the Who time I met a guy? Is? I met a guy. I was um, um, my buddy was used to sell weed when I was in high school, and when we got in the car, he made a sale, and the guy was like, "What's up, man? I'm Ghost." And he, I was yeah. like, "No, uh, no, no your name is Steven or whatever he, your name." He said his own name. Yeah, he said his own nickname, and that's not how that's supposed to go. You don't introduce to people. Nicknames are meant to be whispered to a person while the person's in the distance, a bit like, "Yo." That's left eye. Yeah. Uh, what what is great. what is the the, the semblance of God? I don't know. He was like a black dude. I have no idea why they call him Ghost. <laughs> I've no. I, I didn't ask, and I never spoke to him again <laughs> after that day. But don't tell me what your nickname is. Oh, he said it to you. Yeah, he dapped me up oh. like, "What's up, man? I'm Ghost." I thought you was with him, and he no no he, no. he saw him make it, deal with somebody else. No, and a friend him. told me. Oh. I would even respect that more. Like, yo, that's Ghost over there. I. I still wouldn't call another man, man ghost, yeah. except on Power, which I don't watch anymore. But for you to dap me up and be like, what's up, man? I'm Shadow. It's like, uh, what's your real name? Yeah. Like, I'm not calling you that. Don't introduce people as your nickname. You don't get to just make up your nickname. The nicknames are earned. You don't just get to go, oh, now I'm murder. No, that's not how that works. People give those to you. You earn a nickname. <laughs> give yourself a nickname. Who the fuck are you? Right. All right, so that was your story? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> really just gets me fired up when people give themselves nicknames with the audacity. Uh, well, that was very good. Uh, it was very um, whew, graphic, the, the body parts. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's my turn to tell you some fucked up shit, so stick around. All right, and we are back. Friend, this week I got a really, really juicy affirmative murder. I don't get to do these too often, but I love a nice, uh, messy... Uh, drama filled with twists and turns affirmative murder to do mm-hmm. and I found one and um, um, often I mean this is also you know people died so it's, it's 
it's always a tragedy. But this one's so like, what? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever I get to do those, it's, it's like a little fun for me because I love Gone Girl, the movie Gone Girl and all those kind of things. And I just love those twists and shit like that. So mm-hmm. my affirmative murder this week is the story of the, um, the tall, hot, blonde murder. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> on September 15th, 2006, near Buffalo, New York, 22-year-old Brian Barrett finished his shift at a factory that he worked at. He got in his car and was prepared to leave when three shots rang out. Mm. Brian was killed in his car. After work. After work. Just, you know, just really, that that like, when you really, you might even sit in your car for yeah. like a little, little minute, like, man, it was a long one, man. Yep. Take a little sip of some water or something, then you go to fire the car up, find your station, all those little things you do, and in the process of doing that, bang, bang, bang. Mm. He died in his car right after work. Uh, there was no way that he could have known that a chat room message from a user who called herself Tall Hot Blonde would lead to his death. Mm. Tall Hot Blonde told Brian, who went by Beefcake, which, rest in peace to Brian, but um, I think I've made my stance pretty clear here. I think that you are not a real man if you don't have the confidence to call another man and just say, I think that guy probably has sex with a lot of people. I think that people probably find that dude attractive. That's what I call a beefcake. My beefcake list is not very long. It's uh, Jason Momoa's on there. Uh, I think that uh, the dude that plays Thor is a beefcake. The the rock jump. Most of my beefcakes are big, big strong dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude, he he shouldn't have gone by that um, screen name. It but it's very audacious. It's very, he, again, going back to the, the, he made up his own nickname. Yeah. That that whole thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, being called a beefcake, you don't call yourself a beefcake. No. It's not meant to be called out by yourself. It's meant to be dawned upon you because you earn it. Yeah. You hit that gym. You're born with perf- perfect bone structure. Whatever the case is, you got green eyes, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Somebody goes, that's beefcake. You don't call yourself beefcake. No. That's not how that works. This guy, he went by his screen name, was Beefcake. Mm-hmm. But he also is talking to a person named Tall Hot Blonde. So we're dealing with a couple of arrogant people here that think, yeah. like, you can just call yourself things. and That's mm-hmm. not how it works. You don't call yourself Beefcake. You don't call yourself a Tall Hot Blonde. You can call yourself Tall. You can call yourself Blonde. To call yourself Hot is... To call yourself a Tall Hot Blonde is yeah. a little presumptuous. I think that modesty is very key, even in beautiful people. I think people that are recognized as, like, you're a good-looking person. You should always be humble about it. I hate when people are like... I knew this dude, man, who, you know, every t- he'd always let you know, like, man, I was in Dunkin' Donuts today, and the girl gave me, like, extra hash browns. Like, why'd she do that? And he had, like, a man bun. It's like, I don't even I don't even know why. Like, it's crazy, right? You say you know a guy. Yeah, I, I don't really. He's not, like, super. We're not super okay. close. But he was super, like, yeah, man, I was in Starbucks, and, like, mm-hmm. the girl gave me my receipt, and, like, her phone number was on it. Like, what's up with that? Like, tss, don't you hate when that happens? They're like, fuck off, man. What are you talking about? No, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I, well, I'd pretty much be like, oh, word, and then just, yeah. like, walk away. Like, that, like, that old word of, like, I didn't listen to anything. I don't care what you said. Like, oh, cool. And then, like, yeah, like, some story that. Yeah. Tell bro, that shit to somebody else. Yeah, I don't really care. Why are we, what are, I don't, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah, no, you know why, man, because you're hot. I think it's like, that's what it feels like they want you to say when they're bragging, bragging about their looks. Yeah. Like, man, it's crazy. This girl's telling me, like, she just wish, wishes I would have her kids. And you, what do you want me to do? Be like, yeah, man, if I if I like dudes, I'd fuck you. Is that what you want me to say? I don't understand. So I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Anyway, bye. So I don't like when people are just, just be humble. Like Kendrick's, like Kendrick Lamar says, uh-huh. be humble. Um, anyway, so yeah, he went by Beefcake and they would talk to each other in the chat room of a game website called Pogo.com. I don't really remember that, but... Pogo. Pogo.com. I don't know what kind hmm. of games those were. Oh, but, yeah, I do know. Oh, I know what that is. Okay. It's a game site, website, right? 
Yeah, that's what you said. That. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay, okay. Cool. I was thinking of the logo. I remember the logo. So oh, okay. I was talking about. Yeah, it was like a game site and yeah. people could, you know, whatever. Uh, um, she told him, she told Brian that her real name was Jesse. She said she was an 18-year-old high school senior that had been engaged in an online relationship with a man that Brian worked with by the real name of Thomas Montgomery. How's that possible? How's what possible? She was, she was what? She was, she, she was, basically what happened was she reached out to Brian because she was in the, she was talking to another guy online that works with Brian and she's reaching out to Brian to go, do you know Thomas? Oh, Okay. Yeah. I thought you said something else. You Sorry. thought I said like she was engaged yeah. online. No, no, she what? was engaging, like going back and Talking, forth. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, Thomas went by the username Marine Sniper, which that's not that's not like intimidating or like, whoa. Marine Sniper. Is uh, he in the Marines? Hmm? Oh, do you, I'll get to that. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, he told Jesse that he was an 18-year-old Marine who was awaiting deployment to Iraq. The two met online in May 2005. When the dust settled, it was discovered that Brian had been the only that Brian had been the only person in this love triangle that had been telling the truth and it cost him his life. Mm. Thomas was really a 46-year-old married father of two who had in fact been a Marine but was never a sniper. Okay. He also taught Sunday school at his local church, which goes to, again, our point that we say on here all the time, people only show you what they want you to see. You could be talking to a person you think is the nicest dude in the world mm -hmm. who has child pornography on their computer or likes to wear women's underwear or is a racist even. You know, like you go to, they 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 accept your money for their business or whatever and they smile on your face, but they hate black people, mm -hmm. you know. Whatever, you just don't know. This dude was lying on, he was catfishing. He was catfishing and he was like a, worked at Sunday school and taught kids and all this stuff and was doing creepy shit online. You don't know. He's 46. 46. Wow. Married, two kids, worked at the church, and telling this girl online that, oh, I'm 18 too, and I'm uh, really nervous because uh, I got my letter that I'm being deployed to Iraq to fight for our country. I'm a sniper. Just living out his fantasies. Just living yeah. out the dreams that he had to be young again and be a sniper and be badass. He was badass. a sniper. No, he was in the Marines, but he wasn't, but he a, wasn't sniper. a sniper. So he think he's a badass. He's like, no, I'm a sniper online. I'm a sniper. Marine sniper one. He was in the janitorial department. I don't know what he did. I'm not going to slander a person who served the country. But if you weren't a sniper, I'm guessing whatever you were doing wasn't that badass if you need to make up that you were a sniper. You know? Anyway, we're not going to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the conversations between Tall Hot Blonde and Marine Sniper got hot and heavy. They professed their love for one another. Jesse sent risque pictures of herself and Thomas even asked Jesse to marry him. Then one day, the steamy relationship came to an abrupt end when one of Thomas's daughters found his chat history on the computer. She told her mother, who contacted Tall Hot Blonde. Thomas's, Thomas's wife sent Jesse a picture of her family, revealing his real age to his family, to, really, revealing his real age to his teen love interest. Busted, super busted. And then that song Jolene by Dolly Parton came. She's like, "Don't you take my man?" And she sent her a photo <laughs> of her family. Like, this is what you're breaking up, you hussy. He's oh, married. Geez. I don't understand that though. It's not on them. Do that. Yeah, like your husband's in the wrong. Like, I mean, I guess maybe she sent it and was like. I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I yeah. doubt that. I, hey, just to let you, I'm sure it wasn't like, hey, just to let you know, he's married. I'm sure he was in the wrong. So just please leave him. I was like, listen, bitch, yep. he's happily married and has a family. Mm -hmm. Leave him alone, whore. That's probably more how it went. But I don't know. I'm not going to make assumptions about how she handles her her women to women contact. Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't blame the woman. She blames the man as it should always be. Mm -hmm. You should always blame the cheater, not the cheaty. Yeah. If that's the right words. I don't know. Is that a word? I don't know. It is today. Yep. 
Um, Jessie was furious. She broke things off with Thomas, unable to believe that she had been so easily fooled. Jessie contacted Brian to confirm Thomas's true identity. Oh, wait. Was there any pictures exchanged from him to her? Between Thomas and... Thomas and... Between uh, the sniper Kyle and Blanc? the... Yeah. Yeah. Huh? From him. From oh, him. not him back. No, because mm. he's 46. How does that not a... A red flag? red flag? I don't know, man. Look, there's like seven seasons of Catfish where I have that question every episode. Yeah. Where it's like, did you send them your tits or your dick? I did. Did they send them back? No, no. but like, I just... I don't know. It's, it's always that... I don't know. Catfish is the best show. It's like, everybody's just stupid. I love it. It's so dumb. Yeah. You it sent did. them money? Yeah, well, they said like their car was broken down and... They sent. They needed me to go to Washington Mutual and, and wire them some money. Did they use the name that they tell you? No, they told me they had to go to their mom. So I wrote their mom's name on it. The, what? The internet is the internet is wild, man. Yeah. People get scammed and duped and all. T- oh God, it's wild, wild west, man. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So she was furious. She broke off things. Uh. She she contacted Brian. Like I said, that was her initial. She initially reached out to Brian to go. Do you know Thomas? Is he eighteen and a sniper? And he's mm-hmm. like, no, nah, he's forty six and. He's kind of chubby. Wait, so how did she... Well, how did he... Well, they're all on the same yeah. pogo okay. site. Yeah, got you. Okay, yeah, I got it now. Uh, but what happened was the two began flirting and struck up an internet romance. Mm. Brian and Jesse flaunted their budding relationship in the public forums on pogo and were openly hostile to Thomas. So they were like making fun of him like, look, aren't we so happy? Look at him. Look, hey, everybody, that guy Thomas, he's not even a sniper and he's 46. He's a liar. Yeah. So, but this is all happening like with clicks in a little box, like a little a photo of like a, you know, those like an eight ball. You know, how they, they mm-hmm. had like the little default photos like that. Like, whoop. It's like, fuck that guy, Thomas. Whoop. <laughs> everybody's like, oh, but they're all in their all individual basements. Wow. The internet is so weird, man. Um, so, yeah, so they were flaunting their relationship online. Uh, Jesse revealed his, his true identity and called him a predator. Despite embarrassing him publicly, this is where it continues, the twists continue. Despite embarrassing him publicly, she would still sometimes private message him and continue flirting with Thomas. Mm-hmm. Thomas began to think that she still liked him, the real him. He decided that he needed to get Brian out of the way. Mm-hmm. By the time police arrived at the factory on the day of the shooting, everyone knew that Thomas had done it and he, that he had fled the scene. Concerned for Jesse's safety, officers were dispatched to her home in Oak Hill, West Virginia. Jesse's mother, Mary Sheeler, answered the door. When the police explained why they were there, Mary broke down. She explained that Thomas had never actually been talking to her daughter. It turns out that Mary, middle-aged, overweight, and tragically bored, had created a new life for herself online, one where she was Jesse. One where she used her daughter's pictures and videos to lure men into sex, uh, sex, sexually charged internet web of lies. The mom. The mom. Wow. So she was tall, hot, blonde. She was tall, hot. The mom was tall, hot, blonde, and she wasn't. She was not that. So she was playing both of those guys. She was playing everybody. She was a catfish. Everybody was catfishing everybody except, except the guy the- that died. Wow. Brian was the only one that kept it 100, and he got murdered. By Sniper. By Thomas. Yeah. That's it's funny because like he's not a sniper, but he shot him with it. He actually got he got he shot him with a sniper rifle. Did he but really? It took him three shots because he oh, sucks. He's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Should take it along with a sniper rifle. No, I mean, I mean it was overkill. Maybe he really hated him because he took his on, his online girlfriend. He took oh, his thought, hot, his took his tall hot blonde. I thought you say he missed he missed twice. I don't know how many times he got hit, but he, <laughs> he shot, shot, shot the gun three times. I would I would. If you're a sniper, you hit him, and he's sitting in a car, a seat. Yeah, you hit him, shoot him in the head. Uh, not, not that I've done it, but I'm just saying that's what you would do. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would. To be clear, like yeah. if you're a sniper, it's in your name. 
you could be able to hit, you be able to hit a dude sitting in a chair. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, so it turns out Mary lied and pretended to be her daughter, and this is the craziest part. <clears throat> she would take photos of Jesse, her daughter, in swimsuit photos, and uh, so the combination of uh, Jesse's photos and the screen name Tall Hot Blonde, it created the perfect storm of her to be able to go online and be super thrilled that she was getting all this attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she took pictures of Jesse without her knowing of her doing lifeguarding at the pool, getting into the sh- getting into the car, showing uh, unintended flash of a little nip, you know, because you're just with your daughter. I would imagine. I mean, like, I'm so all these to- pictures are coming from a distance. Well, no, I mean they're they're like in her daughter's like eighteen, and not to be weird, but like I mean, I, if I have a daughter someday, you have a daughter. It's not weird, but like you might see your sixteen-year-old daughter's like boobs, and it's not it's your daughter, so it's different. Yeah, but, but like I mean, if you're a mom who's malicious and you're like, my daughter has a nice body, and your, your daughter might just be in a t-shirt with no bra on in the house, and you're like, I don't know, that's my kid. But she goes, oh, I can use that to show guys and pretend that's me. You know, your daughter's just in her house, like wearing little underwear, walk around the house, and you're just like, oh, nice, I'm I'm gonna use that. She took advantage of her, so her, her, daughter, her daughter thinking her mom isn't weird. So her creepy. daughter is a tall blonde. Yeah, her, her daughter's very. Her daughter was very pretty okay. in, in 2005 or whenever this was. Okay. I mean, I don't know what she looks like now, but she was a pretty little 18 year old girl. Mm. And she's like, oh, she's bending over to get some pickles out of the fridge, and she's like in little underwear shorts because she's at home with her family. Mm. And her mom's like, nice, I'm gonna use that. And like, because you don't think your mom's gonna do that. So of course you don't have a bra on in the house or wearing little underwear shorts or whatever the thing is. And she's like. I'm using those. Wow. So this mom, super weird, super gross. Everything about this is super weird and gross. Um. So yeah, Attention, she. Man. Jeez. Yeah, and this is pre. This is 2005. So this it's worse now. What is this, AOL? Pro aim. Yeah, aim days. You know, uh, all that type of shit. You know, friend. You know, hey. friend. Friend hey. for all those hey. for people. That's who why Max. That's why Max needs questions. Yeah, for people who don't know, friend is was very ahead of his time. Yeah. Friend would have been. A whore in these times. I mean, he was he. We would go to the mall and he'd see a girl and be like, "Later, gotta." Yep. He didn't do like, "Oh, let me get your number." Up to your face in the mall, nah. he'd get you in the DMs. Mm-hmm. But these were MySpace DMs. So this was pre Twitter, and it was like it was like he was right on the cusp of the internet age. Yeah. So Fran, oh, eighteen. If Fran was eighteen now, he'd be such a fuck boy. Yeah. I don't even know if we'd be friends. I'd be like, "Probably no, that not. dude's like that dude's like too cool for me." Yeah. Snapchatting, getting nudes, and all this the terrible stuff these dudes are doing now at like eighteen. There, uh, the, again, the Social Animals documentary. Mm-hmm. The kid was like in seventh grade. He's like, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like the nudes thing is out of control. Oh, like yeah. we're all getting nudes at seventh grade. Twitter now? Oh, oh. it's crazy. <laughs> it's, just, it's insane. It's it's. I'm glad I missed it because it's it's just too much. It's it consumes people. It's just too. You're just crazy. living online. It's yeah. wild and. The girls are doing shit that they shouldn't be doing at 13, 12. It's nuts. It's, oh, my God. Everybody, social media, the main, the main thing was all the girls would be like, all the dudes keep asking if I'll send them booty pics. And they're like, you're 11. Yeah. What is this? It's crazy. Yep. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. She, so, she would take pictures of her daughter and use them all over the internet and get the attention back. You know? Mm-hmm. Like she loved that, like, feeling of, like, you're hot. Even though it wasn't her. I'll never understand that. So, I'm guessing she was never planning on beating none of these guys. No. Oh, uh-uh. living on Pogo, yeah. living on Pogo, a Pogo, and it's that's a game. Yeah, I mean it's 2005. I think MySpace was out. Yeah, what 18 year old girl that's pretty is like I talk to people on the a game video game website. That's the first red flag. Yeah, all the dudes were like, it's so unbelievable, man. This super hot, tall, hot blonde is in here playing uh online pool with us or whatever you do on Pogo. I this mean. is why the line's always busy, mom. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta use that dial-up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Thomas was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Despite her connection to the murder, Mary hadn't broken any laws and couldn't be arrested. Nope. Mary was also married, but after... <laughs> Mary was married. That's a bar. Uh, <laughs> Mary was also married, but after her confession to police, her husband divorced her, and Jesse no longer speaks to her mother. Mm. That makes sense to me. Yep. Uh, Brian's family petitioned to enact laws in New York that would make Mary's actions illegal in the future. As of today, catfishing for the purpose of romance is still not illegal unless you are pursuing a relationship with a minor. Now, and her, daughter, her daughter stopped talking to her. Yeah. And then her husband... Divorced her. Divorced her. Yeah. Hmm. I want to know if he was, like, waiting for that. Like an excuse? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good excuse. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, you're... I'm... I mean, I love you and I already thought you were weird, but this yeah, is the last straw. I'm out of here. And you could probably get out of that situation. You take that to court, you don't have to pay alimony or any mm-hmm. kind of shit. You're like, yeah, she was taking uh, underage photos of our daughter. I want full custody, and I'm not paying her anything. She can fuck off. But this is something like, it's like, you didn't even like, it went this far. It's like, that yeah, that's nuts. Now, there's a, you know the show Catfish? Yeah. Well, the show Catfish was birthed from a movie Catfish. And then the guy okay. Neve was like the first he was catfished mm-hmm. and then he came up with the term with his brother and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that documentary the woman in that who catfished Neve was like the queen catfish mm-hmm. she had like 27 profiles where she was the cousins and all she would go on the, she, so it was one girl who was young but she also had a mother and a sister she was all of them but oh. then she would also be a cousin and go on the sister who Neve thought he was in a relationship with and be like oh this picture's so adorable and comment on the she was doing it all though oh, and then he had a relationship to make with, it seem legit yes it was a whole she made a whole universe wow. there was a younger sister who was like eight who he said was a she said was an artist and that's how Neve got to know them because she was pretending to be an eight year old who could paint mm-hmm. and Neve was like your art's so great I want to can you send some to me and then she's like yeah you, but you gotta talk to my mom and then the mom would get involved and he'd have a relationship with the mom and then the mom was like you should meet my daughter She's she, maybe you guys can hit it off, mm-hmm. and then he did, and he they'd have phone sex and all this kind of stuff. But she's the mom, the daughter, the younger daughter, the cousins, the everything. And then he went. So the movie is the brother goes. Why don't we just go and try to find her? That sounds exhausting. What? Oh, being that person. Oh yeah, she had like two phones. It was nuts. But the big climax of the movie is they do find her, and she's like this fifty year old woman. She has two mentally challenged kids uh, who are like severely autistic. They beat themselves. She has this little simpleton husband living in the middle of nowhere, and she's just sad. It's her getaway. It's just a sad. It was one of those kind of things where like all this because the movie's building up, and you're like, she's this profile's fake. This profile's fake. I hate this woman. She's terrible. And then you meet her, and it's like. Just fuck it, man. Like, yeah. just why? Why tell her she's a loser? You know what I mean? Like, what? What? What are you? What are you gonna get out of it? This is her life. Her life is pretty rough. Mm. Why beat her even more? Yeah. She was pretty. She was pretty embarrassed that she had got discovered. That was all they needed. They didn't need to go like, "Hey, man, you should be like really ashamed of yourself." I think all of that was clear once you get once you pull that curtain back, like in Wizard of Oz, and it's like, "We found you're a catfish." It's like, yeah. "Oh wow, this yeah, this is my sad life. I'm really sorry. I'm really embarrassed." You know, and. Yeah, man, that was that was this woman. Wow. She she got the curtain pulled back on her, but the fact that she was mad at Thomas when she was a catfish is hilarious to me. Like it was like I'm gonna go reach out to one of your coworkers, Brian, and see if you really are a liar, and then started flirting with him and had a relationship with him. But you're a liar too. So I think when she found out that uh, the sniper guy was around her age, maybe she, she still was still I can still flirt with him still because yeah. like real me likes him. Yeah. 
but it doesn't make sense that 18 year old you would still be interested yeah. but he was like oh she still likes me yeah. cool I'm gonna, I gotta kill Brian the fact that that's where his brain went not wow not like and he was murdered he got caught wow he put and it all still. on the line he's like I love this tall hot blonde so much that fuck that family shit I'm guessing I'm, he was not an attractive attractive old man and he was like well this 18 year old yeah me oh my, I'm not letting this be my go. trophy girlfriend I can have a, I can have the life I always wanted as a, 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 a Hall of Fame decorated Marine sniper yep. with a beautiful blonde American woman, American pie, America. Yep. And so he killed a guy and went to jail and left his two kids and his wife that, you know, he wow. settled for, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what his, in his mind what it That's was. A, that was good because it's a lot of questions. Oh, yeah, man. I, don't, I, I would love to just for him to do an interview and be like, what? why would you do that? Why would you believe it? But again, it's still crazy, the Internet shit now. 2005, social media, and all, that was new. So a catfish, and that wasn't even things. So I understand more of falling into that and being like, yeah, I mean, this girl says she's a blonde and this is her picture on mm -hmm. there. Why would she be lying about that? Because it's like that concept wasn't really popular yet of people lying online. We got a buddy that I still think he's a catfish. I mean, he wasn't using fake photos, but somehow he made himself look not chubby. Yeah. And I don't know how he did it. It was very impressive. Mm -hmm. But... That's catfishing. That's being dishonest to me as well, you know. And also in that same vein, the same person. I, you know, I don't know if he listens, but you know, shout out to you. He's 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 got a dog. He's got a, you know family and everything. <laughs> but in person, he was the most so socially awkward person in the world. But his cachet online was like ladies' man. But yeah. in person, he was like a timid, yeah. pretty pretty much. And that's what this is. Like the world that exists today with these kids online, you can you're a slut, kill yourself. You're stupid and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I would probably, I would wager. I don't know the statistics, so I could be wrong. If anybody has them, please send them to me. I would bet that in-person bullying is probably pretty low. In-person bullying. In-person bullying. Cyberbullying is like through the, they don't communicate. These kids socially, they don't talk. They Snapchat with yeah. captions and Instagram posts and Twitter. and all this. Nobody's really going up to people because they're all socially awkward and, and timid and don't, so nobody's going to anybody like, Hey man, your shoes are ugly. Yeah, that's like they wait till they get out from school. I and think do apps it. nowadays, it pops up on thing. I think it's Facebook. It pops up like people you may know. Uh huh. When you get near a person, yeah. So you don't even shit. need to ha have a real introduction. You <laughs> could just you could like this is almost they almost kind of stole that technology from you. How it was like you see a girl yeah. at the mall, you go, I'm not gonna approach her right now. It's kind of loud in here or whatever. Yeah. Or I don't want to do that. I'm gonna go home find them because yep. I know their friend's name or yep. whatever I'm find them boom mess, send them a friend request and then I get them in the DMs yep. but the difference between them and you is we still had to be social in person yeah. so you could seal the deal and get a number or whatever but I then when you go meet at the movies yeah. you gotta be you can't be like hey oh your shoes are green yep. I like green shoes too that like literally if you walk past these kids these days that's how they talk to each other like yeah did you see such and such Snapchat they are talking about social media in person it's so weird. They don't have social skills at all. No. Have you been catfished before? Have I been catfished before? I've been catfished before. Um, I've been catfished in a couple of different kind of ways. I've been catfished by like a girl that used photos, like they looked really bomb in in the photos, and then you meet them in person, and you know they don't look like that. It's oh. just the angles or whatever. Oh. And then I've also been catfished where it didn't go too far. I was like, I, they would never meet me. 
So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. I just gave up because I'm not mm-hmm. a desperate person. It's like, yeah. oh, well, I tried twice. You don't want to go meet me. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, I, that's just an assumption. She could have just not wanted to meet me. Yeah. But I would assume if you don't want to meet and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I, I'd say yeah, I've been catfished. What about you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I know for a fact you've been catfishing the first way I said because I was with I you when you went to go meet the girl. I don't, I don't know. I'm yeah, not going to say the girl's name, but we went to the mall and you were like, never mind. I don't want to go over there and talk to her because that's not how she looked on there. On social media, and then coincidentally, oh. I was super in love with her friend years later. Isn't that funny how life goes full circle? And I still know that person. Yeah, so we won't even get to that. Is weird. Yeah, weird, I didn't right? even think about that. But then it's so, it's so <laughs> funny. I don't know what year that was, but then a couple years later, I was in love with her friend. I was like, oh my god, yeah. like I'm, I mean, this That's girl's weird. the one. And uh, but <laughs> keep in mind, we're all like sixteen. Like, yeah. So it's like to think back on how much I liked the friend of that girl, mm-hmm. and then to think back of like that was the first time I saw her was like when you were like, yep. nah, she's. I don't want to talk to her now. <laughs> no, sir. Let's just go. Let's just leave. Yep. And we had a friend that, you know, used to do that. And he used to be like, hey, I don't know if this girl's real or not. Uh-huh. So, you know, what I did was, this is him saying it. Mm-hmm. I told her to take a picture with a spoon. He used to always do that. Because <laughs> nobody would just have one of those in their nope. in their, in their their um, album photos. Like, that is a great idea. So it's a really great idea. <laughs> Some people will go put a sign or something. Yeah. But that's just so simple. <laughs> and it's also... See, and this is a skill that these kids, I feel like they don't have anymore. That's also a great, socially, a funny thing yep. to that if the girl is real, she likes you even more now. It's like, a yep. spoon? What? What do you yep. mean a spoon? All right, whatever. Here's a spoon picture. Yep. And now you've sealed the deal even more with your social skills. These kids are just yeah. socially awkward now. Yeah. It's so weird. It's sad, man. It's really sad. I hope it, I think that, um, I think that hopefully on the book soon, like you shouldn't be able to get on social media until you're like 16. You just, yeah, it, you, it's, it's, too, it's, it's too powerful. And kids are not responsible. These kids are just their brains can't handle um, being judged and mm-hmm. and and feeling a need to uh, hit like uh, attain these goals of like yeah. a thigh gap and oh this meme says pretty girls have big boobs and this one says oh real dudes have tattoos to be eleven and be inundated with all that shit is too much. Yeah, and, and the kids get tattoos way early now. It's like. Wow, it's too, it's too much, man. Because that's what they think. That's crazy. Based on you see a meme of like a, a dude with a uh, sitting in front of a BMW with tattoos, and you're like, oh, that's what like a cool dude is. I'm 11, so I want to get tattoos as soon as possible. Yeah. I get shitty tattoos from you know a friend or whatever, mm-hmm. and now I have a bunch of shitty tattoos on me. Yep. And I can't I can't go back and change that. It, it, it's the yeah. uh, social media, you know, I'm piggybacking off the rest of off my affirmative murder. Social media is incredibly dangerous, yes, and I is. think that. Kids shouldn't be on it until they're like sixteen. Yep, I agree. and should maybe even not only not be on it, but it's it's getting to the point now where it might need to be addressed in school, like a class of like, hey guys, this is just the internet. Don't take it too serious. Yeah, exactly. And even though you can't get on it for another couple of years, let's let you know what it is, yeah. and let's affirm to these kids, like give them self esteem. Continue to tell your kids that they're awesome and yep. smart and beautiful, so they're not searching for it from people online who, if they get the opposite of it, it shatters them. Yep. You know, it, it's it's so dangerous, man. Like, you're not with your kids 24-7. If anything, these people online are with your kids more than you, and that's really yeah. terrifying. A tablet, a phone, the computer at school, they're talking to people that live in Michigan, and they live in Texas. And it's crazy. This, and all of their validation is based off some person who's a little, you know, two-inch photo on a on a, a screen. And that person, what that person says to them matters enough for them to take their life, for them to become depressed, for them to change who they are. Mm. You know, their whole personality changes for these to, to appease these people. Yeah. We've seen those videos of these kids, man, going into Popeye's, McDonald's, jumping on tables to yeah. get viral and shit. It all is this, it's all the same thing. They, they all just want approval. Yeah. They all just want approval, good or bad. 
it's that thing of like when we were in school it was just it was the class clown yeah you know it, it was it was it was bad attention but it was attention all the kids are laughing they might get be doing bad in school and will not amount to anything if they keep down this path but it's like but i got everybody laughing at me though yep you know all the kids are smiling so i must be doing something it's positive affirmation for negative stuff and that's what's happening it's like you know these kids shouldn't be being disrespectful catch me outside girl shouldn't have millions of dollars but she yeah. does because yeah. that's just the world we live in where that you can just pop off that way and the internet can make you famous and rich Crazy. and everybody and then it's like all these girls are like well i want to be like catch me outside girl look how much how much money she has fuck this look at my butt da, 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 da. and they're yeah. 12 years old man it, the internet is so dangerous man so i don't have kids i know you have a kid and there's other people that listen to this that have kids that are more in a more dangerous spot like 13 to 15 yeah. I don't really know what the answer is, but just be aware that we can't just be because, and I'm talking to like, I'm 27, but like people that are 37, 40, whatever, we can't just go, hey man, it's the internet, just get off it. Because it's not that to them. Nah. It's different. For us, it's like, for me, somebody says something about the podcast, they don't like an episode or whatever, it's like, I don't, whatever, man. I mean, if, if, I, if I know I didn't say anything offensive or you're just giving me a critique or something mm. like that, it's like, whatever but there are people who take that shit uh personal on and when people say stuff about them on you know online and they take it to heart where i can just go i'll just get off twitter or i'll just yeah i just won't get on it i just won't pay pay attention to it yeah Mm -hmm. that we can't keep meeting that with that energy because these kids it's like it's every second of every day they're they're on instagram there's rules to instagram when to post it's a whole lifestyle yeah so we can't just go why are you letting this stuff run your life so much? It just is. It just is. And we can't treat it like with our last generation thinking of like, it's just a little thing on your phone. Just delete it. Yeah. They can't. They. It's Every kid in school has Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, you're missing out. That's how they feel. And you can't really convince them otherwise. Yeah. So we I, look I at sound different. super old now, and I be like, people, like, you got Snapchat? I'm like, no, I don't have, I don't have Snapchat. I thought it died, and apparently it didn't. Oh. It, apparently, it just it, now it's not as popular. Now it's almost like just texting now. Snapchat is like you snap, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like just a way of communicating. Yeah. I thought it died. I thought it, I, but apparently it just became more practical. Yeah. Because my my uh, my my fiance's sister mm-hmm. uses uses Snapchat still, and but she uses it like I'm gonna see where such and such is at, and she'll send a snap like What are you doing right now? Or mm-hmm. Where are you going tonight? And instead of texting them, so it just became less of like I, when I had Snapchat when they first came out, I was trying to be like to make stories yeah. and do all this kind of now they're just talking it's just like a way of it's like a text mm-hmm. and I, I missed it I don't get it <laughs> I, I don't get it and I don't care that's yeah, the thing yeah. I don't care but these kids mean. care man yeah. so to all those parents out there with kids in that danger zone first of all watch social animals because yep. it's very informative I, I took it as a joke at first but it's very informative and very enlightening it's a little depressing to go oh wow this is like what this generation's life is it's pretty wild there's a girl in there who's like super rich and she's like I want to become like uh, I want to have my own fashion company and whatever and she's just like a pretty blonde is that girl. how she talks she's exactly how she oh, talks oh I could not do and she's like it's, like it's like crazy like I put a photo up and this girl has like big boobs and all this kind of stuff she has like a, an adult woman's body but she's like 15 and she's like I'll put up like a bikini photo and dudes will be on there and whatever. And it's like, I don't even understand like, what, why are you doing that? And it's like, she, you can tell she understands that she has an adult woman's body and what she's doing is provocative. She just doesn't want the creeps. She wants the boys her age to. Yeah, got you. And that's okay. why it's dangerous because you're a girl, you're 15, you're a girl, you're 15, you want all the boys to like you, but you're putting it out on social media you're going to get creeps too. Yeah. And a girl that's 15 with the body of an adult, it's, they can't yeah. comprehend that. 
and that's why it's dangerous. So I really recommend Social Animals. That's the last thing I'm gonna know, and I'll, that's also, that's the last thing I'm gonna note before we go. And I'm not doing a Frazzle Friend this week. Hmm. I need to go back to the drawing board. I'm gonna come back with some. I need to make some lists out one of some of some good brain teasers yeah. to to really re- Frazzle Friend. Yes. And so I'm not gonna just throw one out at you that okay. you knock out of the park. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not. You're not, yeah. you're not putting egg on my face anymore. Okay. I will really. I'm pretty good at it now. If you put egg on my face the next time there's a frazzled friend, I will feel okay about it because I really put an effort in to really fuck you okay. up as opposed to reaching in a little tin and just pulling one out and going, yeah, oh, man. You go, oh, yeah, well, every dog has his day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> DJ Khaled music. Oh, he's great. A round of applause. Fuck that. Yeah. There will be no frazzled friend this week until I go back to the drawing board and really figure out how to fuck this yeah. dude's mind. I think up. I unlocked something in my brain. Yeah, know, man. You're like I, fucking I'm that. What's that, that movie, Limitless, where the dude takes the pill and now your brain yeah. just runs different now. Yeah. The the brain teasers l- unlocked your brain. I think it and did. now you're limitless. Yeah, because that last one, it, it was like a it was, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was, was nothing. Quick. Yeah, so uh, we don't need to. Yeah, you did it, man. Good job. <laughs> so there will be no frazzle friend this week. Um, I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.